Hello everyone and welcome to the 22nd episode of the High Scores Podcast. I'm the host, Sage McSwain, and let's get right into today's topics. Now, the first topics running the NBA, Dennis Schroeder has signed a one-year deal worth $5.9 million with the Boston Celtics. Now, this is a pretty good signing for the Celtics. Kemba Walker just left the team, or yeah, just left the team to sign uh, with OKC and then also left OKC to go to the Knicks. And then, um, so now they have a open shooter spot there and they can also, they can fill him up with Dennis Schroeder there. Uh, he did underperform with the Lakers this past season. Um, and that led to him getting released from the Lakers. But I do think he is a good enough player that he can fill in, uh, where Kemba Walker, uh, left on the team. With the next topic surrounding the NBA, the Clippers re-signed Kawhi Leonard to a 40-year, $176.3 million deal. Now, this is a pretty good signing for the Clippers, I think. Uh, keeping Kawhi Leonard, good player, and then still keeping Paul George. Uh, for the most part, they have their same roster that they had uh, this past season. So, I do think the Clippers could make another run in the playoffs, especially now with Kawhi Leonard. If he is going to be healthy in the playoffs, uh, the Clippers may be favorites to possibly win it all next season. Moving on to topics surrounding the NFL, the Steelers traded for Joe Schobert, sorry, uh, sending a 2022 sixth round pick to Jacksonville. Uh, this is a pretty good trade for the Steelers. I'd say they won this trade. Uh, even though I haven't seen Joe Schobert in the Steelers defense, which I think will happen next week when they play the Lions, uh, in the preseason. Um, Joe Schobert, really good linebacker, and the Steelers have a really good defensive core, and I think boosting that linebacker spot is really good for the Steelers' defense, and they're going to be making another run. Uh, as for the Jaguars, um, they got some draft compensation. I wouldn't say it's a lot. Uh, Joe Schobert didn't really do much for the team uh, last season, so... Uh, I think that also contributed to why they went so low, uh, with this pick. I do think Steelers won this trade, uh, for the most part. Moving on from the trade, I'm going to be going over my preseason takeaways, uh, from this week so far. As of recording, uh, the only team, or the only games that have been played are the Steelers Eagles game, uh, football team versus Patriots, Titans versus Falcons, Cowboys versus Cardinals, and Bills versus Lions. Now the first game I'm going to over is the football team versus the Patriots. Now the Washington football team didn't really look like they had much of a groove. I mean, this is just the bench, so I'm not really too sure um, how the starting position is going to do. But Chase Young looked really good again, so I think he's going to be a good uh, this year. Um, and that's about it for the football team. Now as for the Patriots, it looked like Mac Jones is really comfortable in Bill Belichick's scheme. And I think that from the looks of it, he could possibly be, uh, the next Tom Brady in this type of scheme. He's a good pocket passer. He was throwing some deep balls, uh, to start it off. And he was throwing some really nice check downs, I think. Uh, as for Cam Newton, he only played a couple snaps, so I'm not really too sure. Uh, how he's going to do there, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be the starter for the start of the season, and then if he doesn't do that good, they 
uh, have a comfortable choice in Mac Jones. Um, and there were some pretty good pass plays there. Nikhil Harry, uh, looked like he was just trying, trying to add some more film to see if somebody might trade for him. But for the most part, that was about it. Uh, and the Patriots came out with a win in that game. The next game that happened was the Steelers versus the Eagles. Uh, the Steelers ended up winning this game. Um, and the Eagles defense came out to a really hot start here in the uh, first half. I think they came out to a 13-0 lead. The Eagles defense was stuffing up the Steelers offense. And then the Eagles offense was able to uh, just make some points on the board. Um, and they came out to a 13-0 lead by halftime. Now, in the second half is where the Steelers kind of uh, flipped the script here. And they ended up making a comeback here. And I think that's mainly part to Dwayne Haskins who's shown more of a role uh, with the Steelers than he did with the football team last year and uh, the, his rookie year. So um, this third year, I think, is going to be a breakout year for him uh, if one of the quarterbacks does go down or if Ben Roethlisberger does end up retiring next year. I think Dwayne Haskins has a spot to be starting quarterback on the Steelers. Uh, and the Steelers' defense started picking up again. Um, as for the Eagles... Uh, Jalen Hurts did pretty good as usual. Um, and then once they started taking him out, that's when the Eagles, uh, kind of stopped, uh, advancing the ball as much and scoring points. Joe Flacco looked pretty good. Uh, he had the last drive, uh, at the, at the end of the first half, uh, and that led to a score, I believe, a field goal from Jake Elliott. So Joe Flacco looks pretty good, uh, with the Eagles. Uh, but those are all my takeaways from that game. Now the next game I'm going to be reviewing is the Bills and Lions game. This is a pretty good game late. Uh, the Lions did end up getting to a lead with about a minute left. And then Buffalo was able to go down the field and score a field goal to win the game. Uh, and this was a pretty good uh, game for the Bills. I'd say they established a run game really early, which the Lions defensive line could not guard at all. They could not... Uh, go through any of the offensive line uh, and there was two at the beginning of the game there's two back-to-back um, like 15 10 plus yard runs so uh, it wasn't really looking that good for the Lions at the beginning of the game uh, Devin Singletary showed that he is a uh, running back in this league that uh, is going to be really good um, and then Mitch Trubisky played his first snaps with the Bills, and he looked okay. He really didn't do much on the offensive side. They mainly were handing the ball off and establishing the run game. Um, as for the Lions, it was really slow at the beginning. Uh, Jared Goff uh, didn't really have the first, the first or the best first drive. Sorry, uh, he didn't have the best first drive. Um, but then the second drive he had, they started picking it up and were able to um, le- um, lead up to a field goal at the end of that drive. Um, and then Tim Boyle played, and the Lions didn't really do much. Um, and then Craig Reynolds, who was a Lions player that just got added onto the team the day before the preseason game, uh, had the best performance, I think, on the Lions. He had a really, really nice run, or like a lot of nice run plays that he had. Um, and he had a 24-yard run, I believe, that ended up being a touchdown, um, and then uh, that gave the Lions into a really close 
uh, scoring distance from the Bills, and then they ended up getting the field goal to get the lead over the Bills. Um, and then, and then the Bills come back uh, and get the uh, lead at the end, and the Lions weren't able to answer back with 19 seconds left. Um, and for the Bills, uh, this is really good to show that they have a nice run game. And for the Lions, this shows what they need to fix with the offensive line, uh, getting to the quarterback, and uh, the run game, which wasn't really that dominant um, throughout the game. The next game I'll be reviewing is the Titans versus the Falcons game. Um, and the Titans uh, basically won this entire game. Uh, they won 23-3, um, and they had a really good game. Um, and the Falcons really couldn't get anything going on offense besides a field goal. Um, from their stats, they weren't really getting that many passing yards as A.J. McCarron, who was their lead passer there. Uh, and it just didn't really look that good for the Falcons. Um, so I'm not really too sure what the Falcons are going to be doing here. It is just preseason, so they didn't really have most of their starters out there. And then as for the Titans, um, this is a pretty good game to shut that they have really nice depth at their skill positions um, and on defense. Now, the last game I'll be reviewing is the Dallas versus Arizona game. Uh, the Cardinals won this game 19-16. Uh, um, and the Cardinals didn't really have much uh, to report on. I mean, Christian Kirk did have a really nice one-handed grab for 34 yards, which kind of put his name out there. For people that weren't really looking at the Cardinals, um, I uh, am a partial fan of the Cardinals. I just like the Cardinals. Um, and Christian Kirk has been on my radar last year. He had a pretty nice play against Dallas last year uh, for a touchdown. It was a really long play. Um, and Rondell Moore, um, their new pick uh, wide receiver, he had two rushes for 16 yards, and he had four or three receptions uh, for 23 yards. So this is a pretty good game for the rookie here. Uh, can't wait to see what he'll be what he'll be doing in the league uh, later on in his career. And then for the or the Cowboys, Micah Parsons did have two solo tackles and two assisted tackles. But other than that, uh, there hasn't really been much to report on for this game. Moving on to some NHL news, uh, the Florida Panthers signed Joe Thornton to a one-year deal. Uh, he is 42 years old, so that is uh, kind of getting on the older side of the sports spectrum. And uh, he's pro- this signing was probably just to bring some more uh, veteran knowledge to the players on the Panthers. He played for the Maple Leafs last year and uh, did pretty good. Uh, this contract is worth 750000 uh for the year, and I think he may be retiring after this season. Moving on to some more Maple Leafs news, uh, Austin Matthews will miss at least six weeks after go- undergoing wrist surgery um, this Friday, um, and he's already dealt with some wrist issues this past season, and the Maple Leafs training camp is starting September 22nd, so I'm not really too sure uh, if he's going to be playing or if he's going to be training with the team, uh, and he could be out for some of the season. So this is going to be a pretty big hit for the Maple Leafs, um, but I do think that they could they have enough depth to um, maybe 
have an intern player um, other than Matthews and then wait for Matthews to come back. And that was it for today's episode. Thank you for listening all the way through or watching all the way through if you're on YouTube. And have a great rest of your day. Thank you.